This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Surly Sam's Tattoo Care. Surly Sam's is made with raw, unrefined, grade A shea butter, naturally rich in vitamins A, E, and F. Basically, a whole bunch of awesome science stuff that'll keep your tattoos looking awesome. For when you get a new tattoo that needs some healing or your old ink that needs some love. Check out SurlySams.com and use code CAFFEINE for free shipping. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Barbells and Badges. If you are tired of wearing the same clothes over and over again to the gym, look no further than Barbells and Badges. They have excellent designs for t-shirts, sweatshirts, shorts, headbands, hats, you name it, they've got it. Check them out now at www.barbellsandbadges.com. Use code CAMPBELL. It'll save you a little bit of money on your checkout. And I'll tell you what, if you want to support law enforcement, fire, military, this is the company to go through. Barbells and Badges, we train for our lives. You're now listening to Caffeine and Sarcasm with your host, Logan Campbell. So buckle up and brew a cup because here we go. sarcasm himself sorry i thought that intro was kind of fun it's programmed into my mixer and i was like oh, i'm just gonna throw it on there and see what happens uh welcome to the show if this is your first time tuning in welcome uh we talk about all kinds of different stuff on here everything from coffee beans power cleans and everything in between um if you would you know give us a like give us a follow subscribe to the show whatever you want to do um share it you know that that's that's my main thing i want more and more people to hear this and and sharing the show is really what helps. Um, so if there's something that you enjoyed out of this, you know, clip it or you know, share it to your social media. Let your friends know, family know, let your grandma know, um, <laughs> and then uh, she can listen in too. Um, also, if you would be so kind to head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five star review, that would be awesome. Um, it helps my show grow and helps it reach more people. Also, if you leave a written review, that would be great as well. Um, also, if you wanted to monetarily support the podcast you can head over to my anchor.fm account which if you go to my instagram account at mr caffeine and sarcasm no spaces no nothing um you can click on the link in my bio for that and you can uh, be a monthly subscriber i've got a couple of monthly subscribers which is very cool um everything from 99 cents 4.99 and 9.99 a month um everything is so appreciated it is helping the show grow um speaking of growth i just shipped out my uh, first shipment of stickers, which is really strange. So I'm going to have stickers all over the country. Um, it's it's awesome because this show is in 26 different countries. It's in all 50 states. And now I'm going to have merchandise out there. I've had it on the back of my phone for a while, but it's going to be strange to actually see it out in the wild. So be sure if you did order a sticker, tag me in it. Tag at Mr. Caffeine and Sarcasm, or if you're on TikTok, at Caffeine and Sarcasm. I'd love to see all the stuff. So 
Today on the show, I have Mark Lobliner. I'm very excited to have him on because you know, I've been talking to him for a long time. I've been a big fan of his. Um, he's a IFBB pro bodybuilder. He does. He's an amateur boxer now, which is really cool. He does a lot of awesome stuff, and he speaks his mind. So keep that in mind as you listen to Mark. Uh, he's a funny dude, very sarcastic, which is one of the reasons why I had him on the show. And he makes some excellent products with MTS Nutrition. So um, without further ado, here is my conversation with the Mark Lobliner. Very excited. All right, everybody. Boom. Welcome back to Caffeine and Sarcasm. Today with me, I have Mark Lobliner, CEO of MTS Nutrition and Chief Marketing Officer of TigerFitness.com. Dude, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for doing this. It's an honor to be here, man. I've been following your stuff for a while. I like what you do. I like what you do. You, you say stuff, you say it in a way that doesn't offend absolutely everybody like I do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I try to offend everybody equally, and that's, that's how I'm equal opportunist. Yeah, uh, because I think you and I share something and that's we're independent thinkers. You know, we don't follow sheep mentality. Yep. We don't follow that herd mentality, so to speak, not tribalistic at all. I like to look at all issues um, as their own issue. I don't like to look at it. Well, you know, Trump said I should believe this or oh, Biden sure. said I should believe this. I like to look at it as well. What, what makes the most sense when you take all, all of the logical components of that argument or that issue? at hand. And a lot of people tend to have confirmation bias and they're not afraid. They're, they're so afraid to challenge their own thoughts and beliefs. And that's yeah. where, you know, I see you kind of going against the norm and that's hard to do, especially in your line of work. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think you, you talk about confirmation bias. I think a lot of people, they only will research things that they want to be correct. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, this is something that I, that I believe in. So I'm going to Google search, you know, things that are going to answer my question correctly. I'm not going to look on the other side. And it's, you know, people have so much of their identity in whether it's politics or what, are, what they believe in that they lose their true self. It's black and white BS. You know what I mean? I'm going to try not to curse and try my best. Dude, it's you, black and it, it's whatever. It's black and white bullshit. You see what I'm saying? Um, for example, the carnivore diet. Now there's a lot to be taken from it for the health benefits of meat, right? Red meat. I, I would have never known this wasn't for them. I would have never looked into the fact red meat has all you really need to survive. It's fucking great. It's got all these nutrients. It's the most packed. I mean, other than organ meats and it tastes uh, with good. vitamins and it's amazing. And you can make, <laughs> I mean, you know, so it's amazing stuff. Meat is amazing, but instead of just saying, Hey, you know, meat is amazing. They're like, yeah, stop eating vegetables. So they, they will post these studies about oxalates and all this other bullshit, but they, they tend to forget other studies showing longevity is pretty much demonstrated almost without any doubt. Um, longevity is, is linked to increased fruit and vegetable consumption. Right. So what if we just said, hey, meat is fucking awesome. And hey, you might want to eat some fruits, veggies, and maybe even some whole grains. And hey, have a piece of cake for your kid's birthday just for <laughs> mental health. No, no. These guys are like, no, I'm going to eat fucking 40 ounces of ribeyes a day. And it's just, but what it does, you know what it does? And this is why this conversation with socialists all the time. Like it's all capitalism. Like yeah. these guys, every single diet book ever written, every single one, they come out and first they say, well, you don't need supplements. You don't need to spend money for this diet. Carnivore did it. And then what do you got? You got meat RX. They're donating yeah. money for whatever, whatever they're fucking getting kickbacks from fucking meat farmers. Yeah. And they're writing books that sell for fucking $40. 
for a goddamn ebook that has no fucking anything but intellectual property. It's cherry no picked information, bro. It's cherry picked information. Well, no, it's it's brilliant marketing. It's capitalism. I ain't mad. I ain't hating. Don't uh, don't don't accuse me of being a hater because yeah. we've all done it. Like, dude, I'm waiting for your book on how to be a fit law enforcement officer. I'm <laughs> not gonna you know, happen. It's, bro, <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing, dude. The grift is real, man. There's yeah. a lot of money in grifting, and everybody has a grift. We all oh, fucking yeah. do. Well, every like, one of us, like we separate ourselves and hey, what better way to separate it and be like anti-supplements? Lyle McDonald did it in the 90s and early 2000s, and Sean Baker does it now, and the uh the the paleo dieters did it, and now yeah. you got people grifting on politics. Um, you have all these these right wingers, like you know, the, the conservatives are, are just grifting off of the hatred for liberals, but the liberals are grifting off the hatred for conservatives. Mm -hmm. It's all just human. All I'm seeing here is capitalism, people making money in humanity. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's just, unfortunately, that's the human mindset of we're, we're it's tribalism. We have mm -hmm. to, we have to, you know, have our own tribe and people that we agree with and this rah, rah, rah bullshit. And it's like, look, why don't we just, <laughs> you know, why don't we just look at it the way it is and say things the way they are instead of trying to spin them one way or the other. You know, you look at, uh, Atkins way back in the day, you know, uh, yeah. the, the keto diets, just Atkins repackaged. Atkins was, uh, actually the keto diet was created. The original applications were for seizures, yeah. you know, it was for, um, and they work dramatic. They work very well now to apply that to a healthy population. That's the thing. I mean, if you look at even the, the fasting studies or the Minnesota study, which was done on overweight women who were sedentary. And we try to <laughs> cross that over and apply it to young, healthy male bodybuilders. I mean, it doesn't always work like that. The world's not a controlled study. Like you can look at masks. All right. Yeah. Surgeons wear it. Okay. That's yep. cool. But surgeons aren't walking around pulling that shit off and on. And also like, if you know a surgeon or if you know anybody in the medical community, they literally take instructive classes for hours on how to use masks properly, mm -hmm. how to fit them properly. The they have to wash their, yep. they have to wash their hands and they have to put them on correctly. And it, once you touch that mask, you throw it away. You wash your hands again. You reapply it. You don't wear the same cloth mask that's hanging from your fucking rearview mirror for a week. <laughs> and just collecting all these, like after my kids come home from school, now there our schools are great. They've been in session. We're not California. We're not one of those stupid states where the teachers unions are absolutely inherent Satanists. The People's evil. Republic of California. <laughs> evil people keeping kids out of school. Our kids have been in school. Amen. And they have they have stupid quarantining things though. They'll have a kid, one kid could take out 40. These kids have no symptoms and they're wearing masks. Like they're wearing masks. Why are you quarantining them if they're wearing why wearing masks? If, if they if the masks shit. work, then why are we why are doing we, why are we yeah, quarantining like <laughs> healthy kids? And while they finally stopped taking temperatures going into school, that that created that that stopped the traffic jam in the morning. But I mean, here's the thing: is that okay? You can't apply surgic, surgical controlled operating room data to the mass population who doesn't even wash their hands after they pee. What is it? 80% of dudes don't wash their hands after they pee. And now you're having them touch their face more. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody's going to die of bacterial infection. It's like, I, I just, I can't believe that people don't look at the entire story. And maybe it's me as kind of a, a science nerd, but I can't believe people are using, well, follow the science. I did follow the science. Y'all yeah. motherfuckers is wrong. Yeah. The CDC <laughs> clearly says it. Like, I mean, if, if people would just do the research, take the time and Google it for crying out loud. Like, and, and the CDC is wrong too. I mean, well, they've been wrong more than they've been right. They flip-flopped, and then you got Fauci, who's a fucking, uh, fucking psycho. He's, I mean, have you, have you ever seen? I know you got young kids. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Frozen? 
Yes, of course. He is uh, the guy, the Duke of Weaseltown. That's what he <laughs> looks like to me. <laughs> I, I, I just, I've never wanted to punch an elderly man in the face so much. And I'm not saying that's not a threat. I don't want Secret Service coming oh, and yeah. breaking down my door. Yeah, but, don't uh, cancel yeah. Mark Lobliner, please. Actually, I don't think I'm cancelable at this point. I've said everything. <laughs> I've true. really tried my best to get canceled. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I went on a tirade this morning about I'm, I'm, I don't like Trump either. Like, everybody's yeah. like, oh, you're a, if, if okay, if I call out liberal stupidity, I'm automatically a Trumper. I voted for Trump because yeah. Biden's an idiot. But Trump's an idiot, too. Trump's a yeah. narcissistic idiot. But based of those two idiots, he was the lesser of the idiot of the idiots. And yeah. and he was a bit like he was just a. in my opinion, he was he wasn't eh, was kind of mediocre, but yeah. he's still better than the alternative. So I don't like the fact that if you don't like something, you're obviously something else. What if I'm none of the above? Dude, it's tribalism. It, 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 <laughs> that's all how, it is. How come if I. Okay, I'll be like, you know, I don't really agree with this thing Biden did. Well, your people went and stormed the Capitol on January 6th. I'm like, first of all, I, I don't, if that was an insurrection, we're fucked. Because you had mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking boomers out there, unarmed, and the cops were just letting them in. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, because they're allowed in there. Like, I've been to Capitol Hill, bro. They just let you walk through that place. Yeah, they do. They don't. So they were like, the cops were like, fuck, we can't. Hey, come on in. And they're like, insurrection. And it's like, whoa, (laughs) dude, if that if you can have like 200 boomers go in there with fucking no guns and take over our fucking country's capital, like we are fucked. If that's an insurrection, I'm not saying it isn't. If that is like we better just surrender to China and Russia right now and say, okay, we're done. You know, call us French. We're just surrendering. And and I had said that, too, when that all occurred, like like it's not imagine. Yeah. Well, imagine like the Taliban or ISIS watching this going. Is it that easy to get in that building? Like all it, takes it really is, is. Yeah. All it takes is one pressure cooker, just like the Boston Marathon. And, you know, then we have a giant catastrophe again. But can can you really label it an insurrection with the Tenth Amendment where each state is its own sovereign uh, entity? Can you label federal like, OK, so that building is not America. America right. is a fragmented, decentralized republic. Yeah. So can we really say that that was an insurrection? It's just a fucking building that houses a bunch of useless Congress people. Like that's not an insurrection. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you had an orchestrated thing where every state capital was overrun by, let's say, ISIS, that's an insurrection. Mm-hmm. But taking a building, like let's say, assume they were armed and they were they were actual, like not just a bunch of fucking. But you see the video of the granny waving the little American yes. flag. That was my <laughs> that was my favorite part. She had no idea where she was, but it was <laughs> no. so cute. And and that so so. If you've ever seen like real violence, like my mom served and you've actually seen real violence, you're a, yeah. you're a police officer. You probably see more shit than I even, I even care. Like all my friends who are cops have crazy stories, except in where I live, because there's no crime. But, <laughs> but they're like, yeah, we basically deal with shoplifting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's pretty much. But, that's fine. But, I, but dude, like insurrections are fucking crazy. Like you got fucking air to you know, land to air missiles, shooting mm-hmm. down cops, you know, helicopter, cop helicopters. You got easy. Like you don't have police like, hey, come on in. And then yeah. a dude dressed as a Viking with rainbow colors. Yeah, that like, was weird. Like for them to pass this off as an insurrection. And again, I don't think they should have gone there. Like, I think it was stupid no, to begin with. And I do think that Pence did the right thing and being like, okay, we got to certify it because he, yeah. if, once the state certify the federal the key of the 10th amendment this is what the trumpers don't realize 
is Pence did the oh Pence turned his back on Trump. No, Pence followed what he was he, legally yeah, he obliged, what he was supposed obliged to do. What he took an oath to do. Once the states ratify, say, hey, motherfucker, here's our vote. The federal government is subservient to the states in that situation. So mm -hmm. his job was just to be like, yo, done. Here it is. Here's your new fucking president. I'm unemployed for a little bit but I'm still going to get paid because of Illuminati, whatever. And here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's just the pop and circumstance <laughs> of it all. That's, that's what it, yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all, it's all theater. AOC is like, I was fearful of my life. Oh my like, God. Oh. She wasn't even there. <laughs> you weren't even in the same building and nobody gets mad. Like nobody's like, wait, y'all no. are lying. No, like, no why, remember, why are y'all lying? She mis she misremembered just like, you know, uh, the newscaster misremembered that helicopter crash that he was involved bitch in. Is like 20, involved in. <laughs> bitch is 27 years old. Her memory ain't going yet. You know, yeah, it's like, bro, the, I mean, the, the fact that like, it's, look, here's the thing I was looking into. I was actually going to run for a uh, for state house in Tennessee because I have a passion for community. Like I actually just accepted a, a coaching job um, at a high school to help kids because no I love kids for soccer. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, it's strength coaching for the wrestling team. Oh, that's even better. And that's probably awesome. the football team. And it's it's a state level fucking program. And I'm great. I probably shouldn't be cursing, but <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, wow, who hired that guy? <laughs> um, first thing my brother, my bro I text my brother, I'm like, yeah, he's like, oh, just what you needed, another job. I'm like, ah, yeah, I, I have that's a problem. Fine. Yeah, but I've I've always wanted to kind of give back in an altruistic sense, and you know, after I'm done with my companies, and I'm not gonna lie, like you know, our companies are mature, and I don't know how much longer it could be ten years, could be five years, could be a hundred years. I don't yeah. know how much longer the right offer comes along. I'm not gonna lie, somebody offers me enough enough money to be like, uh, peace out, yo. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm gonna take that, and I'm gonna go create generational wealth for my family and go to my real passion. That's coaching. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to actually go into government and do what I think a couple guys do. Um, you look at Thomas Massey, you look at Rand Paul, some really good Americans in, in office, you know, Dan Crenshaw. I'm, I'm still, I, I haven't bought into him yet. Yeah. Massey. I actually know his guy, one of his guys on his staff and um, he's good people. Like yeah. he's really good people. And just Rand coming from Ron Paul's balls. That's enough for me. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You come from Ron Paul's balls, you're, 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 <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I want to do something different. And then I saw what was happening and she's an extremist. You had um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the uh, crazy Trumper. Um, she's the crazy Donald Trump congresswoman. I love okay. her. I think she's great. I think she's great because she does power cleans and snatches in her yeah. Instagram. Yeah. So I'm a fan already. But I mean, some of what she says out is kind of absurd. But like they literally are threatening to kill her family because she's going against the establishment. And I'm like, no. Nah. I'm not. So what happens is normal people like you and I who could actually make a difference, smart people, mm -hmm. we don't run. Who runs are weak idiots. This is their only way to get generational wealth and power is to be in government. So our government is inevitably going to be the weakest people. You know, you look at you look at Mitt Romney, who was a great businessman. He could have done that, but he wanted more power. You look at even Donald Trump. He wanted more power. Yeah. Why would someone like Trump get into politics? He's too narcissistic to give a shit about the country. He did it because he wanted to build up his, his yeah. self. He wanted to rule the free world and he did more power to him. But then you look at Nancy Pelosi, you look at, you look at Biden, almost 50 years in government. That's not the best and brightest the, the world has to offer. If you had the best and brightest, you'd have Elon Musk, yeah. you know, you'd have Joe Rogan. You'd have these people who are just smart as shit. Can you imagine? Oh, oh, <laughs> we'd have, 
we re- colonized Mars the federal in like ban days. on DMT. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey man, I'm about look. I've never tried marrow. I've never tried a recreational drug in my life. Uh, I've tried steroids, obviously, um, yeah. but I've never tried a recreational drug yet. I'm, I've been I've been about legalizing everything for a while um, because the war on drugs was a big failure. You know, I grew up in California when Dare was a thing. I don't know if oh, we were yeah. Dare to I, keep kids I grew off up drugs. With Dare, yeah. Drug drugs went up like mm-hmm. the, the use. It's it's ineffective. Um, my mom was a drug addict. You you think that someone whose mom literally destroyed his family due to drugs would be like, ah, oh, drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Yeah. But you know, criminalizing them is just you know it's overloading our prison system. A lot of it's victimless crimes. But obviously, it's like, well, what if they drive? Well, you you can drink alcohol legally and drive. And how many people does that kill a year? So my thing is, let's have some consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, if if alcohol and tobacco are legal why shouldn't everything be legal and why can't we have the personal responsibility and that gets into the vaccines. You're not going to put a fucking vaccine into my body that I don't approve of and tell me I can't go somewhere. Yeah. You know, I have a huge issue with that and I'm not anti-vax. All my kids are vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I don't know about you, but I don't want smallpox. Yeah. No. But, but uh, this, this, this vaccine is rushed. And if you look into why they didn't have MRNA vaccines for AIDS or any other virus, it's because they kill things. They literally killed animals. Yeah. And we bypassed the third phase of the trials. We bypassed the most important phase. That's where most drugs fall out of, of creation. So we literally did the first two easy tests. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, hey, we're going to just test this thing on the world. <laughs> That's scary. I'm not putting that in my body. It's a booster shot, bodies. bro. It's not a vaccine. It's a booster shot. And it's, it's altering your genes. Yeah. Anybody who says it's not altering your genes is disingenuous. Your, your, your genetics are made up of mRNA, DNA, and other viruses and shit, right? That's what creates that little cell. And you're inevitably, you're inherently making your body produce a protein it doesn't produce. That's your genes. <laughs> that's, 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 in, that, and then of course, Instagram is going to put a little, this is not proven. No, it's fucking, yep. it's, it's, it's literally proven. The fact checkers, it's, bro. Oh my God. Yeah. But that's, that's enough. I, I, I can go on about that for hours. <laughs> See, this is why I like you, though, because like, you know, I mean, hell, the, the video you, you put on on uh, the Yohimbine stuff, like, I love the fact that you actually test and take everything that you sell. Like, I, I'm a dude, I'm an enthusiast, man. I want to create the best stuff for myself. I mean, that right bar was created for my kids. Yeah. You know, I I've told this story more times than my family and anybody who works with me cares to hear yeah. because every time we present like target or Meyer or any of those stores, I'd have to tell the story. And it's seriously, I was at a, I was at a soccer tournament and my daughter was playing three games at center mid that's six miles a game. That's almost 20 miles of running. Yeah. And, uh, and there was nothing to eat and she couldn't eat a cliff bar or a, a Z bar because it was just sugar. It would spike and drop. Um, the one bar and the quest bar, too much fiber. She'd cramp up. So we, um, so basically I went to the drawing board and tried to create a whole food based bar and it took me three years and, and that's how that was created. So every, most products we have now, there's some obviously glutamine. I put powder in a bottle. It doesn't take much thought. Right. Um, I make sure it's the highest quality and stuff, but some, some of my, some supplements as a manufacturer are, are going to be just kind of mindless and kind of, kind of like blah, Yeah. but you know, most of the stuff we create is 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 filling a niche is filling a need for mainly us yeah and and what we need in our lives and, and me as a as you know someone who's been through the ringer and wants to perform at my highest and wants things to taste good and wants certain things and and uh that's that's kind of what we're we're based on is that we 
And we also look at science, but also we look beyond science. And just like we're talking about, you have to read beyond one study, yeah. like the carnivore thing. And you got to you got to kind of look towards the big picture of what it does within your body and the system. And and also then you got to make sure people will buy it because you got to sell it or else it doesn't exist. Oh, for sure. And, you know, when you look on or tigerfitness.com and you look at uh, the machine way, which is really yummy, by the way, um, <laughs> if you look at the bottom of it, it, you have the science cited literally on there. Like, hey, this is where we got this information. This is why this happens. I don't think I don't know of any other company that does that. Like, yeah, I never write articles without without footnotes, you know, and I, I try to do that in everything I do. And I you know, it's one thing that a lot of people just claim stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. or they cherry pick. And, and I mean, we're all guilty of it. I could t- I could say some absurd fact like right now. I could say that, you know, pickles are actually fruit, you know, <laughs> and you'll be like, huh? And I could probably find a study that somewhat backs that up. Yep. And that's what you see happening with like the carnivore diet. And I hate to pick on them. But that's the most, and, and they do have great science, but it's cherry pick science. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my God, vegetables, rice has oxalates. It's like, <laughs> you guys, it's a big word and it, it gets a lot of people riled up and they'll be like, oxalates, oxalates. You're like, yeah. wait a second, like that's natural defense. Like it doesn't mean that your body's going to like reject nutrients if you eat one fucking grain of brown rice. Right. You know, it's, it's dose and it's duration and there's a lot of things involved. And I think that, and that's why I kind of, I almost piss people off because I normally I don't answer things directly, but that's what science is. Science, there's no proven science. There's indicated, there's exhibits, there's a lot of different words, but a true scientist, unlike Fauci, oh, masks are proven to work. No, they're not. They're not proven. You can't say that. You're a scientist, you dipshit. Yeah. So, so I'm just like, and again, I don't have a PhD, but it's one of those things where you know, if you, if you read, like, why do I need someone else to validate my learning? Like I can Mm. learn on my own. Like back in the day, if you had a really good blacksmith, it doesn't mean they went to a great blacksmithing university. It means that they did an apprenticeship with a really good blacksmith. Yes. There's more than one way to get an education. You don't have to, I don't, I don't care if my kids go to college. They want to, that's great. They better find a way to pay for it. Cause I ain't throwing (laughs) down 200 K, but but you know, it's one or get a scholarship or something, but yeah, yeah I, I think college is extremely overrated. And I think all these names and numbers after a name, most of the smart people I know never graduated college. Hell the yeah. guy who's literally the voice on vaccines, Bill Gates didn't even go to college. Right. Well, you know, I mean, I feel like I wasted my, my college. Cause I, you know, I've said this before. I, I majored in criminal justice criminology and I got a minor in exercise science. And it's like, well, I, I literally threw my college <laughs> degree away because I didn't need criminal justice criminology to be don't you don't you get a little extra don't you get paid i'm, I'm just, I, I just don't you get nope. paid they used to have where if you had a degree because i remember my brother-in-law that's department specific oh, okay because yeah. he's a cop in a, in a california that makes more sense yeah um so he was i remember he was doing like night school because mm. he needed he wanted to get that degree and get that extra money oh yeah i don't know if he ever finished I never i forgot yeah but yeah you know, it depends on your contract with, uh, you know, the VFOP and the city and everything. If they, if that's in your contract, then yeah. But I mean, with us, it's, it's not in there. So, you know, it's, it's buoy for me, I guess. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. You should find a department that rewards you for that waste of four years. Well, yeah, (laughs) we, (laughs) we, uh, you know, we get rewarded, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I work for a a good department and everything. So it seems like you do. They seem to give you good latitude, you know, and that's, that's great. And, Obviously, you do your job, you do community outreach, and that's the thing is that 
you know, when I look at what's going on in the world right now, it's, um, it's, I don't know why anybody would say, especially in cities like Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis and, and it's Portland, explode. I mean, why, why anyone would take a job as a cop? And I'm actually friends with a lot of guys here. We do a lot of work with the Brentwood and Franklin police departments. You know, mm-hmm. basically that means I talk to them and give them free bars, but, um, I don't, I don't really work with them. But uh, I just wanted to clarify, when I say work, it doesn't mean hey, I have to that, do anything. Is that bar guy coming by again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, they're, they, they're, um, we're very fortunate out here. We're in a very pro-police community, a very yeah. conservative pro-police community. Um, cops are like, they, they, they literally, they can't not have someone pay for their meal. They're like, I just went in. One of the lady cops I know, she's, um, she's like, I went in and I, I, I went to go get an energy drink. Is someone like, literally would not let me pay for it, mm-hmm. you know? And then they came out to, and then their kid came out to the car and bought her like a case of Gatorades. <laughs> it's like, that's the community I live in, yeah. but you see, you just see um, what, 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 what's fearful to me for police officers is that, you know, obviously my wife's family are cops, you know? So we are very obviously pro cop. What, where I've spoken out is when a cop breaks their oath, and enforces unlawful mandates, which you're seeing a lot of right now, yeah. not only in America, but in other countries. You see people, you know, mothers getting arrested at parks for, for playing with their kids during the lockdowns. And our, it was funny because I'm watching this on Twitter and shit, right? And our community, I'm driving, I see a cop at the park and I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? <laughs> he goes up to the, I fit you now, he goes up to the swing set and goes and helps push a kid on the swing. Yeah. So, I guess it's, I guess it's back to that 10th amendment. I guess it depends on where you live, right? It does. It, it really does. And, you know, during that whole lockdown thing, we were told essentially go sit in a parking lot. Like, you know, don't make con- uh, any unnecessary contact with people, you know, back when in the beginning, when everybody was like, we oh, all thought it was much yeah. worse than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was scared shitless, man. I was like, I remember I was trying to open a bag to pick up my dog poop when I was walking in and I wouldn't lick my own finger. And I'm sitting there trying to open the damn thing. And I'm like, (laughs) 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 but, but dude, I understand like everybody was scared. And then we realized like Joe Rogan says, I hate to bring him up, but he's the only podcast I listen to lately. And it's like, he's like, we thought it was much worse than it actually was. Yeah. But I just wish they would, they would be willing to admit that. Like, no. Yeah. That's the problem though, is that they got so much power. They'll never give it back. It's, you know, my wife and I were walking the dog this morning. I was telling her, I'm like, She's like, well, what's the, uh, our, our neighbor got the vaccine, whatever. And, and my wife's like, well, what, what, like, what's the, what's the adverse events, you know, going, my wife's an educated woman, you know? And I'm like, they're horrible. It's 500 times more deadly than the flu shot. And they're, they're not like publicizing it on the news. And she's like, why would they do that? And I'm like, cause they've already gone in. They can't come in and be like already vaccinated millions of people be like, mm-hmm. oh shit, we were wrong. This shit's worse than the yep. actual virus. Yep. So no matter how bad the vaccine is for you, they're still going to go all in. They will kill you and your children. And I'm not saying that literally, but they would if they had to. Yeah. Because you, in at, 20 or 30 years, we're going to see commercials on TV that were, you know, in 2021, did you get the COVID-19 vaccine? You may be entitled to financial compensation. I swear we're going to see it. I, I will die on this hill. My kids will be homeschooled and I will not travel. I will die on this hill. We are not taking that fucking vaccine until there's long-term fucking proof that it's not dangerous. We don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to do long term. The amount of of this 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 uh, cytokine storm it creates in your body might be okay. That's the thing is that when people say you're anti-vax, no, I'm anti-unproven shit in my body. And this comes <laughs> from someone who this coming from someone who's taken Trenbolone. For me to say that, that means a lot, <laughs> yeah. right? Like 
that's another thing. People are like, you'll inject steroids in your body, but not the vaccine. I'm like, steroids aren't going into my genes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the only vaccine I see that doesn't scare me, the Johnson & Johnson, is an adenovirus-based virus, which is much less scary to me. Mm -hmm. But still, why would I take a vaccine for something that doesn't affect my family and I? It doesn't. Yeah. We are healthy. And also, we know how to supplement to, to you know, my wife... She never got, we don't, we don't do the whole testing thing mm -hmm. because I don't want to be in any government system. I, I sound like such a fucking QAnon guy, nah, man. Um, but I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't need what also if I'm positive, what are you going to do? Yeah. If I'm sick, I stay home just like every other time in my life. I've Which is sick. what you should do. Yeah. Like just stop going out fucking <laughs> with the flu assholes. You know, it's like, so, I mean, we, but she literally lost her, like she lost her taste. It was her, she lost her taste so bad she couldn't even taste how bad her cooking is. That's how bad she lost her. <laughs> oh, Katie can't but, be that bad. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> she cooks great. She cooks great. Um, but anyway, she lost her taste for like four hours. But again, we've been taking quercetin, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin D3, and um, quercetin and vitamin C. We've been taking that for since when you know i've known about we didn't yeah. want to get the flu before our family doesn't get sick my kids are elite athletes you think a fucking little virus is going to take them down yeah no i mean you know we are elite athletes we your are daughter looks more more than some guys i know <laughs> my kids are health nazis you know my kids my kids have been eating healthy antioxidant rich foods and making themselves full fruit smoothies since yeah. they were babies like i'm not gonna put i'm not gonna spend all those years investing in their health and their education to put an experimental mRNA vaccine in their body. I will literally fight to the death to keep that shit out of my kids' bodies. Yeah. And if you, if, if people want to cancel me, I've gotten this, I'm unfollowing you. I'm like, fuck you. I didn't invite okay. you anyway. Like you guys <laughs> voluntarily. I'm like, and also if somebody like my good friend, he used to be my VP at my old company, Rob, he got the vaccine, his wife, and he posted the little obligatory, Hey, we got a vaccine. Yay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just like the, I voted stickers. I wear those, but <laughs> so do I. I, I just, I do, dude, I do it so I could do my random picture and I could just whatever. And I don't say who I voted for, but I'll wear the shirt. <laughs> and they're like, who'd you vote for? And I said, Kanye and uh, Harambe. But, but yeah, oh, dude, let's pour out a little coffee. Mom, for moment Harambe. of silence for Harambe. Hey, dude, we're a Cincinnati based company. That shit hits hard. Um, <laughs> I forgot we about have, that. Our, our company has a Harambe meme at least once a week, just saying. <laughs> Still to this day, and it will go on till we till the company's gone, man. So, yep. but uh, but I'll tell you what, man, it's um, it's one of those things where, and I still like the next day we talked, and I didn't go like, I didn't like not talk to him. Like it's okay to have a different point of view, and yep. also if the vaccine works, why do I have to get it? Like this herd immunity thing. Well, what if we already had it? Natural immunity is much better than mm -hmm. vaccine induced immunity, and <clears throat> we've all we've all had it. Like we don't know we did because. Yep we're healthy and we had literally it's like and my wife is immune compromised she had a huge size she had a sinus surgery she had a golf ball size you know uh, mass removed from her, her sphenoid she has no bone. but the thing is it's a virus yeah if we prevent viral replication and here's another thing i know it's it's very hard to say people get really triggered but stop being fucking fat and i say that all the uh. time and, and fat is not an insult fat is a scientific description of your state yep if you are not fat you have a way better chance of surviving, not just COVID, but yeah. every other thing that all you the get. comorbidities that happen with the COVID deaths. It, it's, it's insane. It's criminal. 
And the fact that we still have this fat acceptance movement and no one's saying anything. Look, here's the deal. I understand it's hard to exercise. I understand. And I'm not saying everybody has to be shredded. Anybody has no. to be your shit. You're in great shape, but you dedicate a lot. A lot of people don't got that kind of time or commitment. I get it. But even the government, the government run by a bunch of fat people like, like Nadler, you know, the government recommends 60 minutes of activity a day. Mm -hmm. Why not just a 20 minute walk? Most people, when they say sedentary, like 90% of America is absolutely sedentary. I mean, oh, yeah. not even like, not even 2000 steps a day. Like these people don't fucking move. So, and we have convenience foods, calorically dense foods. We're not taking care of ourselves. So this weak virus, which yes, it is a bad cold. It is by definition a bad cold. A coronavirus is the same yep. virus as a cold. It's a, it's, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's the flu. I'm not saying it's the cold. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's a severe cold for most. For some, <laughs> it's not even that. Yeah, it sniffles. So my whole thing is, you know, we need to start taking responsibility for who we are, for ourselves, for our families, for our yep. communities, and it's time to start looking into things like homesteading. You know, it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time to go off grid. Maybe, maybe it's time to not rely on the government. That's why this whole Second Amendment thing is so important because, oh, yeah. look, dude, I've never met a non-pro Second Amendment cop. Never in my life because y'all know your response time to a house, that person is going to be robbed, yep. killed, and raped. Hopefully not in that order. <laughs> Hopefully. And you can't be there. You can't be there instantaneously. And you need to be able to defend your house. And also the, the lack of knowledge of what guns are. Like, what's an AR? Like, they don't know guns. Yeah. You have idiot. That's like someone telling me about vitamins when they don't know supplements. Well, that's, the, you, you know, know that, that video of the, the California senator or whoever it was, the guy that's like, this is a ghost gun, has the ability to disperse 600 bullets in a second with a 30 caliber clip. And it's like, dude, you just said 19 different things that are so incorrect. And they have no idea what they're talking about. They, they think that they literally think AR stands for assault rifle. And it's like, well, it's, no, <laughs> it's, no it's, rifle. It's, it's literally the name of the gun. It's just a <laughs> brand name. But here's the thing about ARs is that they're the same as a rifle. They're just really cool looking. Yeah. You know, I get aesthetics. a, I, I get a, I get a straight up Ruger straight up rifle or I get a Ruger AR mm -hmm. and it's the same mechanics, same gun, same everything, same capacity. You know, my favorite gun right now is I bought this, cool old school winchester shotgun oh, and yeah. yeah it only holds two bullets but it'll kill like 40 people if they come up in my house <laughs> like you i mean so look i have my concealed carry um i don't carry though and because it's too much responsibility and i like to think that look if i can't take you down with my body like i train i fight multiple times a week right you know if i can't take you down i don't want the responsibility of carrying a gun i don't want that responsibility but there are a lot of Americans who do accept that responsibility, a lot of good citizens. And there's a reason why all the mass shootings are in gun-free zones. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And then you go, well, Australia banned guns. Well, Australia is not America. First of all, it's easier to ban guns when you have a million guns on the streets dispersed among not even a million at the time it was banned. There's only 20 million people in Australia. There's 350 million people in America. We have more guns in the citizenry than we do in the military yeah. by a lot. Oh, trillions yeah. and trillions and trillions of rounds of ammunition. How are we going to get rid of those? You can't. So the only way is to level out the playing field. And look, man, I'm in a town where if stuff goes down, if, um, if, if let's say Antifa comes into town and it's happened before in Franklin, that citizens will stand arm in arm with the police department 
and defend their city. And they will, and we will go as far as to deputize those individuals. And that's America. Cops can't be alone and they can't, you can't be everywhere. And also I don't understand this whole a A cab, all cops are bad or all cops are bastards, whichever. And yet they want to disarm the citizens. So, okay. We're either defunding the police or disarming the citizens. They want both. If you do, but if you do both, what, what happens? That then they essentially create their own private security, like uh, the, the city council in uh, Minneapolis did, because they hired private security after they defunded the police department. And then essentially that's going to turn into, well, I want security. I deserve security. I have a right for security. Then they're going to create a private police force. And then essentially they're going to create the police department again. So it's, <laughs> it's just a... But, but only cycle. the rich, only the rich people can afford that. Well, that's so what I'm saying, though. Is that the, is the rich people are going to get the private security, and then the 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 folks that aren't as rich are going to go. Well, I deserve security, and it's they're going to create the police department again. And we do, we don't hear about all the times. There's one in Chicago when concealed carry permit holder breaks up a would be mass shooting. We just hear about when they don't have a concealed gun carry. Concealed carry has saved so many lives. It has, and also concealed carry permit holders. We don't commit crimes. We right? just don't. It's usually good people. And if you're taking in Tennessee, it's literally a two hour online course. Mm-hmm. And, and I have to finish it up today because I have my Illinois carry. Um, oh, and I want to get, which so, was really but, hard to get those things. Oh are- my God. <laughs> it was like fucking college. I was there for like three days. I yeah. was like, man, but our good news is like, even when I got my North Carolina, which is eight hours of instruction, um, I still took extra courses. Like I'm not going to guns are serious. We need to, we mm-hmm. need to give better gun education for our kids. Absolutely. We need to, uh, unfortunately this video, and I'm not anti, please don't take this as me saying to ban grand theft auto. I love killing hookers <laughs> on video games. I mean, but look, dude, kids are basically desensitized. Like I had a friend who became while I was working at Weeder publications, he was in the, he was a, a rookie, right? He was, mm-hmm. but he was working to become a, a police, a firefighter. So he had to do his paramedic rotation, right? I remember after he saw his first dead body, guy was just completely shattered. Yeah. Like he was throwing up for like two days. After his fifth dead body, it was just another day at the office, right? Mm -hmm. When you see shooting and you're desensitized to it on the screen over and over and over and over, death isn't that big of a deal anymore. And that's not the kid's fault. That's not the video game's fault. That's just humanity. But it's up to the fathers and the mothers and the parents and even the schools that to some point, um, in rural areas, they do have gun education in schools. We don't yeah. have any. We're not that rural. Like we're, we're in Brentwood. It ain't, and we ain't in deliverance, right? <laughs> yeah. But like, but like in some areas, they do have that. So we need to educate kids on guns and safety and how serious life is and how life should be treasured. Yeah. And I mean, we could ping pong this to another discussion. And that's how you desensitize killing people with abortion. Like there's my mind goes in those like, it's like, okay, then what about this? Then what about that? Then what about yep. this? Then what about that? So our whole thing is how do we, how do we, how do we get our kids to do better? And it all comes down to when I said instruction, like that's man shit. Like men should teach fathers, yep. teach their children about guns. I take my kids, my daughter's wrestling. Like tonight we have, it's, it's fight night, right? My daughter has wrestling. My sons mm-hmm. have boxing. I love that we you guys tra- do that all together. It's awesome. We should, tra- we should train our kids to, to, to defend themselves. Yep. And my kids won't fight. Like my kid got punched in the face, literally looked at kid and said, just don't do that again. And we're good. Te- fighting does the opposite. You think my kid would go out Cobra Kai, everybody, and just fucking no. roundhouse kick. No, <laughs> he knows that it's only for use in emergency only. Yeah. And like, 
That's why they call it a discipline. It's 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 not. Yeah, it's it's not. You're not teaching to go out and whoop everyone's ass. You're literally learning a discipline. You're learning to be disciplined. And if people understood that more, then I think they'd be more willing to to pay the hundred dollars a month for BJJ or whatever it is for their thirteen year old. The problem is if you go into the boxing gym, if you go into the wrestling, even the wrestling schools, like my daughter's in right now, and these are all all the dads there. They're like me. Like I wouldn't say they look like me, but they have that mindset, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, 99% of the males have bought into this toxic masculinity bullshit. This, oh, uh, you're being too masculine. It's Mm -hmm. like, shut the fuck up. We need to be more masculine because a society without strong men is a society that fails. And right now we're failing miserably because men aren't taking care of their kids and men are feminized. We need to go out there and say, Hey, you know, and I can't fix anything. I try, but I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not a guy you can fix. I grew up in apartments in the hood. I don't yeah. fucking know. YouTube, bro. YouTube. That's yeah. how you fix stuff. Oh dude. Yeah. Yeah. I did. What I, I replaced the toilet seat the other day. I was pretty, cause yeah, there I, you I, go. I lean, I lean, I lean left to wipe and, um, and the toilet seat just cracked because it was the one they, that came with the house. It wasn't the oh, good, yeah. like, it was just the compressed wood. And I'm like, shit. So it was only partially cracked. So the funny thing is my wife goes to take a shit later. And, um, and it split the whole way. Cause I had it like pre-cracked and it like pinched her ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as shit. So I had to go to home Depot and I was pretty impressed with my, but like, look, dude, we need like, so even you can if add you're not plumber to your Instagram bio. Yes. Even, <laughs> yeah. It's about, I'm as good of a plumber as I'm a boxer, but <laughs> But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, whatever your proficiency, you know, my proficiency is sports coaching and, and, and I like fighting, you know, and even if I didn't, there's people out there who could train your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. I'm not a boxing coach. I like doing it, but I'm not a boxing coach. So I spend 50 bucks a session. I train with a really good boxing coach who's much more, much better at boxing and much more Mexican than I am because white people just aren't good (laughs) boxers. Um, Rocky was. Shout out to Julian Cortez. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, wrestling, you know, we, I don't know, I've never wrestled. Mm-hmm. There's a good coach for that. You know, my daughter boxed before wrestling and, you know, we just need to create we, we, whatever you can't do, you can outsource. And we need to make sure that men, men, yes, there's a man's place. Yeah. And if you're, if you're a, a, a same sex couple and I'm all for that, if you want to adopt a kid, you yeah, know what? whatever. If, if, if my mom, if my wife decided to divorce me and marry a chick and I'm for some reason I die or something, look, one of them needs to take that role as the man, mm-hmm. take that kid. And look, I, I understand a woman's not gonna be able to do it, but you know, take that kid to boxing practice, get a man in his life to show him how to be a man. Yeah. It's and important. there's nothing, there's nothing sexist about that. We're different. And that's what's no. beautiful about men and women. We should celebrate our differences. Women. Yes. yes Women are weaker than men, period. They just are. Some are stronger. Well, you notice, no, I'm not. There, there are women who are stronger than me. I get it. There are mm-hmm. those outliers. When you take the entire population, it's not even close. Yeah. It's not even women, not yeah. even close. And that's right? biology. That's, you, they, they talk about follow the science. That's the science. It is. It is. It's chromosomes and shit, man. I don't care if you take test blockers. There's different things like they're like test blockers. Okay, great. What do you do about the Q angle of the hip? 17 degree difference. That's why women hurt their knees more because they have more valgus of the kneecap. And that's the mic drop moment because you can't un- mm-hmm. you can't testosterone block that, you know, but you know, women can do that. Men can't do that. We'll never be able to do. They can literally create life within their stomach. Yep. They have like, a human that's factor. Dope. That's the mic drop. Yeah. I mean, they are amazing. Women are amazing. They have boobies and boobies are awesome. <laughs> and, and it's like, there's things about women that men can't do. And there's things about men that women can't do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you can't have a brilliant 
productive single parent household, but that's where you got to outsource, you know, take your kid to play soccer, get a football coach. Who's, who's a strong man in his life. Every child, male and female needs a strong man in their life Mm -hmm. or a man who's at least strong enough um, to, to display certain characteristics of men and, and honor and, and things that, and I'm not saying women don't have honor. I know this could be turned around, but there's shit that men do. There's not that many people listen to this. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, but, um, but you know, we, I want, I want a society where, you know, and I don't like the old school society. I don't like the sixties. I don't no. like the fifties. Those suck, dude. Yep. Like we were, we had the civil, like black people were segregated. Fuck the sixties. We yeah. need to make America great again. Trump shut up. America's better than it's ever been. Yeah. It's better. It's still better than it's ever been. Even with this old dipshit in office, America's yeah. amazing. Like we are, look, I, I went to, uh, so obviously my business partner is Brandon Kurt, right? I went to, um, shout out to Mr. Olympia. Party. Yeah. I went to his <laughs> kid's birthday party and I didn't notice it, but I looked around at the end. I'm like, you know, I think we might be the only white people in this building. I'm like, cool. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Yeah. Everybody's just, it was, but you know, that's the thing you couldn't do in the sixties. That's yeah. why I bring it up. You couldn't do that. You had separate water fountains and you had people being sprayed off of fire hoses. Yeah. Now they only well, do that if you're not wearing a mask, but at right? least they don't do it because <laughs> <laughs> that, that brings to point like that, that interview with Morgan Freeman that everybody always looks at, you know, I just tweeted it today. Yeah. Yeah. How, how are we going to stop racism? Stop talking about it. And it's like, that is so accurate. You just proved that. Cause but I don't think, does anybody care in your day to day? Nobody. No. I, 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 I've been through, I travel all over. Even during the quarantine, I went to over, I think, 15 states, New Jersey, which is and I don't see anything that happens on social media or in the news in my day to day life. No. And I'm and I'm literally out there and I'm, I'm like keeping a, a passive eye. Yeah. Like, does this shit really go on? And there are some weirdos like masks have brought out the worst in people. Yes. We're like, my, yep. not to me. No one's ever said anything to me. But like my wife went to the zoo with our neighbors. They're outdoors. I was like, why aren't you wearing masks? My wife goes, I have a medical condition. And she does. She has that nasal. Mm-hmm. And I have a medical condition too. I'm allergic to tyranny. And um, <laughs> it is what it is. So I have a, I have a, I'm allergic to tyranny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It, it is what it is, man. <laughs> Freedom. That's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's kind of how my mind works. And, you know, I, but all my, but I can change my mind. Like I was pro-choice up until I was 39 years old. Mm-hmm. And then I finally reached the conclusion that, because I, it was the rape thing, right? I thought it was much higher prevalence of yeah, rape. Really leading high, abortion. It? It's 0.5 of 1%. It's half of a percent. Yeah. And you know, I understand that's tragic, but, um, but you can't justify the other 99.5% that are basically used as a form of murderous birth control. Yeah. So I can't, and I know people disagree with me. I respect that because they reach their conclusion. Look, I would hate for someone to cancel me at 38 years old because I'm pro-choice. Yeah. Maybe they just don't know any better. Maybe they just, maybe they just see life differently than me. Maybe they do believe it's just a fetus. Maybe unlike me, they didn't lose two children to miscarriage. Mm-hmm. You know, um, which changes your perspective. Personal events change your perspective. Absolutely. So it's one of those things where I think we need to just if, if some people like socialism, that's fine. Love them for it and, and talk to them and don't ostracize them. Look, I, a lot of my friends have very liberal point of views are very and I like people who challenge my point of view and we all change our opinion. Like Mike Rashid and I don't always see eye to eye on every topic. Right. But we respect each other's opinion. We have 
serious debates about different things. And then we all, we all can change our minds, you know, like things like racism, things like systemic racism. And Mike's enlightened me to a lot of things that I didn't know. And maybe I've done the same for him, but I've changed my opinion many times Yeah, because thought is dynamic. It's dynamic. And you can't say that you have the same values you have now than you did at 16 years old. You've changed. That's the big thing is people need to be willing to understand that my thoughts 10 years ago are different than they are now. And I'm willing to admit that and accept it. But people are so set on, well, you said this 20 years ago, especially like the whole tweet canceling thing. Well, you tweeted this, you know, 10 years ago. And and then it's like, well, you're done. You know, you can't change your mind. The problem is people apologize. They don't own it. You know, the key is they can't can't. You're like, look, I was fucking 16. Like that woman from um, Teen Vogue, she was hired as the publisher. She had to resign because everybody's like, we can't. She said some anti-Asian shit back in like when she was like 17, you know? And I'm like, dude, at 16, the shit I said in the locker room, like it was, so we were. You didn't say grab by the pussy, did you? That's, you can't say that. Way, (laughs) way worse than that. Dude, I stuck my balls in people's face in the locker room. I mean, <laughs> so what's funny is uh, Ronnie Felder, he was the, he was, I, I played pulling guard and he was our center. Ronnie's a 350 pound black dude. He talks like Ronnie Coleman, not even kidding you. Oh, no and kidding. Ronnie, we're, we're at my brother-in-law's wedding and I haven't seen him fucking since 1998. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, like we used to be boys. Like we used yeah. to hang out all the time. We were both fat as fuck. And um, <laughs> he was like, he, and my kids were like, so what did you guys used to talk about in the locker room? Thomas asked that. And Ronnie goes, man, because he's a school counselor now. Oh he's a counselor. Gosh. And he's like, he wears a tie and everything, right? And I'm like, me, I'm still I'm still like I'm in high school. Yeah. And he goes, man, people would cancel me and call me a racist if they knew what I said. And he talks to, and he's, again, this is a 350-pound black guy. Yeah. Right? And, and he's like, my kids looking like, what? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we used to say some shit. And, you know, there was one guy, here's another story, Mac Truck, you know, Mac Truck. Yeah. Mac goes, um, so somebody, we started doing stuff together like two years ago. We had a beef and then, we kind of, well, we kind of had a weird beef, but yeah. kind of dissipated. We became really good friends. One of my best friends now that people change, right? I was wrong. Like it was my fault. Everything's always And you're willing fault. to Fuck admit it. that. Oh God, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to make a mistake today that I apologize for later. And I'll be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't regret what I said. It was just fucking stupid. You know, yeah. at the time it seemed right. But, uh, you know, he's like, somebody messaged him as like, you know, oh, dude, you know, I was a freshman. Mark was a senior in high school. And he's like, one day he just walked in front of the freshman locker room naked just, <laughs> just for no reason. So what I used to do is freshmen are very afraid to get naked. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just, it's the worst thing, the group shower thing. Right. Oh yeah. Now I, I would have been arrested for this back now, but so what I used to do <laughs> is Every day, like I'd go just walk because we had the varsity JV and then the freshman cage at Culver High. And I was 290, not a a good 290, right? Like you probably couldn't even see my penis under the fat, right? (laughs) And so I walked and I used to walk buck ass naked and be like, hey man, who's showering? (laughs) And and so Mac Truck says this. He's like, did you do that? I'm like, I'm not, I'm neither going to confirm nor deny. (laughs) I totally did it, dude. Like we, like, it was just like, it was just a way to troll people. Like, cause at that time, like we were able to like, we used to open, like, it was crazy because we found out that a couple players had come out of the closet, but like mm-hmm. art, the shit we said about gay people, like not, not derogatory, like, bro, you gay. 
Like, yeah. you can't say that now. I didn't say it because I hated gay people. It was just how yeah. football players talked. Yeah. And we had such a diverse team. We had black black people. And uh, actually, the lowest – like, I think we had more Asians than white people. We had no white people. Like, it was me and a couple other guys. And um, But we said the most racist, dirty, nasty <laughs> shit to each other. Shit that would get us arrested right now. Like, we would – I would be – if if any transcripts from that locker room came out, everybody – Everybody mm-hmm. would be arrested. Everybody. And that's just the time we grew up in. And that's, I, I think locker rooms are still the same. Cause I went and I was trying, I was helping some football kids out and they were just telling like jokes about like, like there was, there's a Muslim guy, you know, the jokes that go, Oh yeah. Know, and they're just going back and forth. Oh yeah. Well, white boy. And that, and I'm like, Whoa, you guys are still doing it. Yeah. All right. And I'm okay with that because we're still friends to this day, these guys. And we don't look at it like, we, we laugh at our differences, you know, and I think that's cool. Now, I'm not saying you should go out and just randomly call some, but if you're boys and you're talking shit about each other, like talk shit about, you could literally go to that kid's house for dinner and you call his mama a fat slut in the locker room. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's how good, it was. That's a good point. <laughs> Am I Did it happen with you? Cause that oh, was how yeah. my child, it's my yeah. child. We used to literally at recess in junior high, we used to stand outside and have yo mama joke battles. Yeah. And it was fucking amazing at that time. I don't know. You might be too young for this deaf comedy jam. Oh, I, I know deaf comedy jam. Yeah. It was vile. And we used to just go up there and we used to have the best yo mama jokes mm-hmm. and the best racist shit. Like, you know, for someone like me to get away with saying, yo mama, so black. And, um, <laughs> but, but it was like, Oh, it was like, you're dissing back and forth. Yeah. And look, man, I am. Well, you're Jewish kid. though, too. So. Yeah, man, we're, 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 even know who likes us now like the white people hate us like they're like ice cube came ice cube like there was literally a like ice cubes no vaseline song let it do break up my crew seriously i think that's one of the best diss songs though like no it is by far the greatest diss song everybody points to nas like nas and tupac's like shook ones or tupac no no uh, tupac no vaseline the reason tupac's was great is he literally brought up sickle cell as a diss for someone to use yeah but that's at the very cell. end he didn't like put it in the rap i mean i give him credit but that's creative though but but ice cube he went off he offended blacks jews ice cube offended the world yeah and it was literally called no vaseline yeah. at a time when that wasn't okay like wop wasn't a thing like ice cube <laughs> crossed ice cube crossed so and he's my favorite rapper of all time and I remember I, I've said that publicly and people came out at me because he said some stuff like that could be construed as anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, uh, and they're like, well, what do you think about him saying this? I'm like, he's entitled to his opinion. Like Dorian Yates came out a couple of years ago and just questioned the Holocaust, you know? And I, I didn't love know Dorian. that. Oh yeah. It was, Lane Norton came and Lane Norton's like, Dorian's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So people like obviously come to the, come to me because they know I've done stuff with Dorian in the past. I, I yeah. love Dorian Yates. He's, he's a, like a bro. I love him. Every he's time I legend, see him. Bro. We, he's a legend. He's the, oh, and he's a great guy. Like I spent 10 days touring Australia with him. I love him to death. And be like, what do you think about Dorian? And I'm like, it doesn't change my opinion of him. Yeah. Like, look, I understand. Like, look, here's the deal, man. Like we see so much about theatrics. I'm not saying the Holocaust didn't exist. But if you question it, like people are using that against me. Like you question the science of the mask. I'm like, let him question the Holocaust. I'm not mad yeah. at that just because I know people who've survived it, you know, and they right. give me, per- and my grandfather escaped Auschwitz, you know, 
I don't know. You don't know what you see in the media anymore. So I'm not really, I'm not saying, look, I'm definitely 100% on the Holocaust existed chip, <laughs> but like, I'm not going to hate Dorian or change my opinion of him. I saw him after he said that at body power, I even joked around. I'm like, well, thank God my grandfather escaped that thing that never happened. You know, I'm like, I thought it was funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, people, people take like opinions are great. Even if they're offensive, like hate, hate speech is speech. I like hate yeah. speech. Like, go ahead. Call me a kike. I don't care. It's your Doesn't first amendment. Me. Hey, it is, you it know is what? what it is. Remember, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will hurt me. Yeah. Nowadays, it's words are literally violence. No, getting punched in the face is violence. Yeah. Me calling you a name or saying misgendering you. You could go ahead, come up to me today, come at Franklin Town Square and be like, hey, you're a female. I'm not mad. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure I have man parts, but <laughs> if that's how you feel I am, that's fine. I, I I've been called worse. It's whatever. I've been, <laughs> I've been called worse by my kids this morning, bro. <laughs> My, my kids are savages. <laughs> I'm sure. Are you training them that way though? I, I love that though. That that was one thing that I wanted to congratulate you on is the fact that you are a multi-business owner, an entrepreneur, a professional bodybuilder, successful one. And out of all of it, I think you are a successful dad and husband. And that is so important nowadays. I'll take that compliment now, but nah, the first few years of their life, I'd say I was and mediocre at best, especially as a husband. <laughs> you know, husbanding is something I had to learn. You oh, know, yeah, I didn't it's quite understand. Learned. Yes. I didn't quite understand. I had to have counseling and everything, you know. So I, I, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm not even close. I am flawed. You know, it's like I think the Christians saying they say, and it's probably true, like, and I'll say none, but you know, Christians will be like, Jesus is the only one who, you know, is without flaw. Right. Um, he died for our sins. And I'll say it's true. Like a lot of, a lot of what you see on social media is people bragging because who wants to put their losses, you know? And that's why when my wife and I did go through counseling, first thing I did is I'm like, you know what, let's, let's say we're going to counseling because people just see what we put out there, you know, and they don't see the real story now, right now. Okay. Yeah. Our marriage is kind of a fairy tale right now, yeah. but you know, 2015, 2016, man, that was a horrible time, yeah. you know, and, uh, I was still a good dad, but, uh, uh, you know, a, a father without the main thing a parent, a parental unit can give. And again, I'm not dissing single parents is to show their kids how adults should love, how relationships should work to yep. not have, and I'm not saying abusive. I'm not, I'm not abusive. I've never hit my wife. That was <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I can definitely edit that cross, out if you want me to. <laughs> oh God. It, come on, man. If you're in a relationship, there's times you're like, man, if they didn't, uh, I can see where I turn. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, but no, but I, I've never been abused, but I mean, there were times when I'm like, our marriage wasn't working. Yep. And even though we tried to front because we had kids, the kids know, oh, they yeah. can tell when there's tension. So now the only thing is they get mad at us for too much affection, which I understand it's yucky. Um, but you know, or just inappropriate comments that I'll make, yeah. but oh, other, than same that, thing. It's fine. other than that, it's like, you know, I, I think the part of, you know, the, part of me developing in the last probably three or four years, counseling helped a lot, marriage counseling and, mm -hmm. and just kind of uh, stepping back and, and realizing that, you know what um, you can always improve. And whether it's at a sport, you can always be better. Even if you're the best in the world, Michael Jordan always wanted to be better, win another championship, you know, whether yep. you're an athlete or you're just a dad or a human being, I think we all need to strive for improvement. And in 2015, 2016, if you look at myself, this guy's on top of the world. His companies are growing. You know, his kids are really doing good in sports. When in reality, my life sucked. Like I was a mess. Like I wasn't happy. And that stems back to, I go, we talked for hours about my childhood. It was a disaster. 
like I have so many issues deep down that I've had to confront and mm-hmm. it's, it's not always easy. So I think that, you know, being able to come into, you know, have perspective and be able to evaluate where you're at and improve on it. And right now I'm improving daily. Um, I'm failing daily, but I'm also, I think I'm winning more than I'm failing. We fail yeah. a lot and you're going to fail. You're going to fail. My daughter's team lost four to zero yesterday, you know, and her first wrestling match, she's probably going to get pinned. But the key is how do you come back from that? Yep. You know, how do you come back from that adversity? How you respond and, to it is key. And that's where I think a lot of people just give up. And that's because they don't have that father figure showing them that, look, man, you're going to get knocked down. Yep. You got to get back up. And that's, that's where I'm trying to teach my kids. It's like, look, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. It's inevitable. You're going to lose. But um, losing is not good. Like you want to fight every day of your life not yeah. to lose. Because later on, like I'm fighting for shelf space every day for that bar. From, from Trader Joe's, which, by the way, it looks like we're going to get it. Hey, from Trader Joe's <laughs> to Target to Meyer to HEB to Hy-Vee. We're fighting for shelf space. Mm-hmm. So later on, you losing that game means that your company doesn't make their, their goals that much. Yeah. means that your employees don't get bonuses that year. means that maybe you don't get paid. Or maybe if you're an employee, it means that you lose your job. Yeah. So it's all about winning. Life is about winning. And I don't give a shit who I offend. If you're, if you're, if you're playing in a, Oh, well you win some, you lose some and that's okay. Yeah, that's true, but it's not okay. You need to always strive to win everything. Everybody always says, well, you know, we're just playing for fun. And I, I'm a big fan of uh, Andy Frazella's podcast. Oh, he's great. Oh my gosh. By the way, I love, I love Andy. I love Andy. I love Chris. I love everyone. that Sal. It's Great amazing. Amazing. I love, I, I love the guys behind first form. Now my products oh, yeah. are better than theirs, but, as a, <laughs> well, but no, 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 just all kidding aside. If there's one other company that I'm like, those are legit guys. Yeah. It's they've all dude, Chris, Chris, the, uh, his partner mm-hmm. will always go out of my way out of nowhere. And I'm bad at this to just check in and be like, how's the family. Yeah. Those are good people. And when they noticed I was in St. Louis for a soccer tournament, they were, they were like, Hey man, you got to make time to yeah. come, out, come to the gym. I'm like, they literally noticed out, but they're great people. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. No, you're you're good. Um, on their last episode with Ed Milet, his business partner with the Arate Syndicate, he said something that that literally you just made me think of, and it changed the way I look at things. It changed my life, and it's winning is more fun than fun is fun. Yeah, and it was like, I mean, my head exploded because it's like. That is the most accurate statement I anyone could ever make. And it's something that I want to drive into my life and my kids' lives. Like, like, yeah, you can have fun, but winning is much more fun. Oh, winning's everything. It just yeah. is. My daughter said something on her wall. She doesn't anymore, but when our old house said winning the Mia Ham quote, the person who said winning isn't everything, never won anything. Never won anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's Mia Ham. You know, my daughter's always looked up to those those great women, you know. Yeah. Um, that's things she looks up to strong women you know, women who do shit. Mm. And un- unfortunately, I think we're in a victim society and I'm going to raise my kids to not be victims. Yeah. You know, if shit happens to you, Hey, great. You know what? There might be systemic shit. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm just, a, I just make protein bars, man. Who am I to say there might be, <laughs> there might be systemic racism. There might, Hey, people might hate Jews. Look, we've run into a lot of anti-Semitism, and my mom has run into so much anti-Semitism. And um, shit, just look at my internet. Just before I delete the comments, I get anti-Semitic shit every day. No shit. There might be systemic racism. Oh, it's crazy. 
There might be, there's memes about me all over. Just trust me about with the big nose caricature, all that making Seriously. my family into some, it's crazy, but you know what? There might be systemic racism, you know? And then I look at what Morgan Freeman, another Morgan Freeman comment, we're proof right here that you can overcome it. You know, yeah. in this day and age, you can overwork. You know, I look at people who've overcome and reached vast levels of success. I point to Mike Rashid and then I point to, you know, many Latin people who've made it Asians, whites. I mean, look, dude, it's never going to be, it's never going to be equal playing field, no matter what something is, somebody's going to get fucked. Yeah. So the key is, can you overcome that? Can you overcome this, the potential systemic shit? I can't cure racism. I can't cure bigotry. All I could do is try to give people the mindset to overcome it. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, we're in the best, best time we've ever been for anybody, whoever you are to be successful. And I came from, again, I didn't come from money. A lot of people around me, they don't know anything but being rich. Like these people around me, they've all been rich their whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, I know what it's like to be on the other side. It's, it's actually not, it's, it's actually, it's hard to overcome. I understand it's hard to climb out. We have a, we have a class, we have a caste system in this country, whether they like it or not. Yep. It's hard to climb. The difference is you could climb out of it. Like, especially nowadays you have social media. You got people making millions of dollars doing fucking YouTube videos. Yeah. There's no reason for anybody not to make it at least in some, some minor way. Yep. It, all it takes is hard work though. That's what people don't understand. Like, you know, I've, I've got this guy, he's, he's going to be on the podcast this week. Um, and he does the, one of the best Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions I have ever heard. I mean, <laughs> it, it is like spot on. And I was like, dude, you got to get on TikTok and start like doing some, some yeah. videos because you know, that's how it works. And he's like, man, I just got to find the time. I'm like, no, you got to make the time to do it. You have to make yourself available if you want this to happen, because that's what people want is the consistency of it. That's, you know, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't even have 10,000 followers yet. I've been doing it for two and a half years. I just have fun with it. You know, I just yeah. staying consistent with it. And then, you know, if I end up making some money off of it, great. You know, it, it doesn't cost me any money to do it. So no, it's free. It's, yeah. it's beautiful, man. I mean, I, you know, my, my, me, my social media is plateaued. It's, it's, it's dead as far as growth, but it's fun though. I, I don't care. I mean, it, I don't have to do it. I just think that it's, there's stuff I, I think need to get out there. It does provide a viable option for people to watch. And there's, there's viewpoints that I, I like to share, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's where a lot of people are at. You think Gary, Gary Vee's rich as fuck. You think he has to do social media? No, he's the that whole reason I retire. did TikTok was that Gary guy. Can, that, that guy can retire tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But and he, um, he loves the chase though. He loves the game. That's why he won't. Yeah. But I think he's actually doing it to help people now. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at someone like him, like he's got money, he's got notoriety, he's got fame, but I think what he's putting out now is less selling stuff and more helping stuff. Like you rarely see him try to convert a sale. He's right. like, Hey guys, here's what you do. So I think he's actually more altruistic than anything. And that's, what's great. And that's kind of where I'm at right now with social media. You know, it's like, what can I do to help? And, you know, how can I help people train their kids better? And how can I, you know, help this or that or the third? And maybe I, maybe I can market my companies as well, but that's not the focus anymore. Yeah. The focus is more on like, okay, we have some cool stuff to offer people. And um, I'd like them to get this information because I feel it's better for them than other information. Yeah. And at least they'll be able to weigh different options for different four sources of information, especially when training is concerned. Yeah, definitely. Well, you have that, that nice baseline of the companies of, you know, I can set this here and not have to worry about it. So then I can focus on coaching and training and everything like that. That's, that's, the, yeah. that's the American dream, bro. Well, I, I'm, I'm almost there. I mean, we're, 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 we're somewhat where we need to be. And I, I never expect, like I was telling my wife, I'm like, I never expected any of this, you know, yeah. I, ne I never expected to be successful. I, 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 
I didn't expect to live past 20, you know, especially when I was 15, 16 years old and doing bad things with bad people, you know, it's, but, Mm -hmm. you know, luckily along the way, people helped me, you know, you look at who helped me, you know, my dad was sick. So for me, it was a football coach and an outside linebacker who helped me, you know, and uh, they took me in and they let me train with them. And that developed into who I am. That gave my work. I love, I love that story. You, you talked about that on uh, Mark Bell's podcast. I love that story. It's coach, coach miles, bro. He was a reverend too. He is a, I don't know if he's, I don't even know if he's still with us. And I still haven't yet to find Leon, you know, Leon, I have no clue. He's ghost, man. Everybody else. I find like our running backs on social media, everybody. The one guy, I just want to call and thank him. I can't find the motherfucker. Like Mm -hmm. I've been like, dude, I think my wife found him and we dropped the ball somewhere, but she was like looking one night. I got to like, like, dude, I got to find Leon's ass. I wonder if he knows how successful you've become. Like he has no idea. He has no idea. He's, he's guys gone ghost, man. He's still out there. Like he, we would have found out if he passed away. Cause a lot yeah. of like in, in small world, the guy who was a senior when I was a junior, who was our defensive back. Um, he actually played football at university of Cincinnati with my business partner, Chad. That was crazy. Oh Wow. Yeah. Anthony never thought, first of all, I never thought Anthony was good enough to go D one. Second of all, <laughs> if he watches, that'd be funny. But yeah. second of all, it was funny. Chad says a picture. I'm like, I know that guy. Chad's like, it's Anthony. It's Anthony. I'm like, oh shit, Snaggletooth. He's like, Snaggletooth. I'm like, oh, he didn't bring that nickname with him. Um, yeah, but it's crazy, you know. So we wouldn't know because we still kind of have that, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. My part, business partner and I played football with the same guy in two different states, different years. That's crazy. That was nuts. That what was nuts. Well, I mean, that, man, I, I'm not good at math. But I'm guessing they're pretty, pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's just things like that, you know. But you just, again, strong men who had no idea they were changing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're the ones who made it happen. So, you know, it's one of those things where I always, I always tend to give credit to people. Who, and they, they're not gaining anything from me. But I have to say where it, where it came from. Like, those guys saved me. Yeah. Like, they don't even know it. They have no idea. So what if I'm that coach that turns a kid around or, you know, gives a kid an opportunity or maybe – it maybe just has them believe in themselves. And that's yeah. why I was talking to the guy, the head coach over at Ravenwood the other day. And he's like, he has that. He's like, dude, he's like these kids, you know, the wrestlers generally, they're not the most athletic kids. You know, they come out and they start winning and then they raise their hand and their life changes. Yeah. And those are the guys I want to roll with. Those are the, the guys who, who, who I'm like, okay, you know what? It doesn't matter if we make money doing this. Like this is our calling. This is what we do. And why work hard your whole life? You can't give back. Amen. That's, that's so true. And, you know, I think if, if those kids can be loved and, and celebrated for that 60 minute practice or that 90 minute practice or whatever, that could change their life. Just remembering, you know, how much enjoyment they got out of, you know, what coach Lobeliner said to me or whatever that day. I mean, if they can carry that the rest of their life, that can literally be something that they'll hold on to. Now, when we're winning some fucking state championships, that's all I'm concerned <laughs> with. I'm like, I'm like, kids, we're winning. Like, this is Cobra Kai. You yeah. know, we're coming in. Call no me mercy. <laughs> oh, so my kids hate me because my life has become Cobra Kai. Like, I'm literally everything I do. Like, oh, we got to get ready for the old Valley tournament. Strike yeah. fast. <laughs> Strike hard. No, it, like, they're so over it. Like, my daughter just hates it. Like, she's over it. Cause I'll be like, I'll be like, like when she's playing soccer, I'll be like, strike fast, strike fast. <laughs> no mercy, Cammy, sh- shut up, dad. I love it. But you know, it's my job to, unfortunately, I can't really embarrass my kids mm-hmm. because a lot of their friends already follow me on social. So it's like, you know, yeah. I'm already like, 
in the grand scheme of dads, I'm kind of like here yeah. versus the other dads who are just like accountants. Like, right. oh, your dad's the fitness guy yeah. with all the followers with the blue check. Yep, that's me. <laughs> yep. That's me. Yep. Yep. Clout. <laughs> I got I got so much clout at Ravenwood High, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm like Zach Morris up in that bitch. <laughs> pause hold on or whatever he said time out just time out ac slater (laughs) yeah yeah but it's it's cool i mean look man i'm just i'm just one guy you know it's like i like people like why won't you speak up i'm like i'm I'm one guy like i'm worried about my family my community Mm -hmm. and i'll I'll say what i can say you know um to the point of getting you know shadow banned for what i said about um lockdowns you know and that's fine um you know, it is what it is, but we all have opinions. That's the beauty of this country is we can express them yep. and we should be able to. And well, kind people, of, if, if it's deemed hate speech or, or, you know, fact-checked or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, hate speech is a fake term. Like there's no such thing. Yeah, I agree. No such, no such thing as hate speech. We either have free speech or we have no speech at all. I agree. It is what it is, man. But Steven Crowder yeah. had a good video on that. Like Crowder. Crowder's funny as shit. Yeah, I love that guy. Dude. You know, I, when I was in college, we used to use, I think it was through bodybuilding.com. It was waycheap.com. It was like it, <laughs> yeah. it was, uh, like every week they had some new product on there. And I found the Cyvation Way on there when I was in school. And yeah. So it was like, you know, the 10 pound bag. So that was what I got because it was the cheapest protein out there. And I was like, you know, 10 pounds for 60 bucks. Hell yeah. That's a great deal. We lost money on that deal. Dude, I, I, did, I had no Real idea hot. that that was your company until like a couple of years ago. And I was like, wait a minute. He owned Cyvation? Yeah, I, sold, like, I sold it in 2011. You know, I've had a couple hits, the whole food protein bar. And then, of course, Entra Workout, which is now a multi hundred million dollar category. You know, yeah. we just wanted something like there was a pre-workout. We just wanted to optimize during workout training. And at that time, you know, data was scarce and it's still people still debate branch chains during training. There's a lot yeah. of studies, including the one we did unpublished that indicated phenomenal results. You know, I think it was like control group gain one pound of lean mass. These are controlled diets, controlled subjects, you know? So the control group, I'm not even going to see a weight protein group, a control group and a, uh, the um, extend group or the BCA group, which is, mm-hmm. I believe 14 grams of BCA intra workout. And the others drank Gatorade during training, all accounted for calories, all in controlled diets. The other drank 14 grams of protein from whey. And um, basically the extend group gained nine pounds of lean mass, lost four and a half pounds of fat. The whey group gained four pounds of lean mass, lost two pounds of fat. And the control group, which is Gatorade, gained one pound of lean mass and lost no fat. And that was over a 12-week controlled study done in conjunction wow. with two research groups, including University of South Carolina and the Weider Research Group at the time, which, by the way, the head uh, scientist on that was Dr. Jim Stepani. So, no kidding. Yeah. And it never got published because, one, I sold the company before it got published, and two, Jim started his own thing, obviously. Yeah. So he never went. And also, um, they just, uh, whoever took over, um, I don't think they saw the... I don't think they saw the net benefit or the altruistic benefit of actually publishing the study, Mm -hmm. but the study was done as good as it could have been. And um, I have no reason to say the positive benefits of that anymore because, you know, BCA are just a small portion of what I do. Right. um, Less than less than 2% of our total sales. But man, BCA during training, in my opinion, based on the data that I was in control of or in control of, it was blinded. So I didn't, I didn't know, but it was before and after. I didn't have any updates or anything. I didn't even right. know when they finished the study. So generally speaking, you know, the study that I know that I controlled the variables was very, very favorable. Yeah. So I will, until someone can prove that study otherwise, 
I'm going to recommend branch chains during training. So yeah, that was a, that was a phenomenal study. I wish it got published. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, I, I was always a big fan of Salvation, the extend and everything. And I actually sort of took uh, rich Piana's idea, rest in peace, rich um, that um, all day you may stuff that he used to make, or I think they still make it. And yeah. I would just take in BCAAs all day long. And I literally noticed a difference in my recovery and soreness levels going down. I'm like, well, why would I not do this? Well, Lane Norton and um, was it Wilson did the protein stat study at uh, University of Illinois, which was actually really profound because what they were doing is just in between meals, spiking their MPS with, uh, I believe it was three grams of leucine, mm. um, either taken via whey protein isolate or via branch chains. So that was, uh, that was another great study on the efficacy of BCA. So I, I do believe in, in free form amino acids. Yeah. Um, taken at strategic times. Do I think they're going to, you know, be magical? No. Do I think that they're part of an overall system that will lead to better gains versus none? And also the prices come down so much, like a 30 serving is like 20 bucks yeah. for a machine fuel. It's like 20 bucks for, th- for a month supply. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying sip it throughout the day. I'm saying just take two scoops during training, call it a day. Yeah. But that's just me. And a lot of people disagree, including my good friend, Alan Aragon, but it doesn't matter because I'm bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all that matters. Yeah. And now, Alan's, that's the thing. That's another thing I want to say is that Alan Aragon is one of my best friends. And he and I disagree on probably 40% of it, of stuff. Yeah. Right. We agree on diet. We agree on a lot of things. We don't agree on a lot of supplementation. But Alan is seriously one of the most supportive oldest friends and we used to have battles on bodybuilding.com message boards like (laughs) and people thought we hated each other but we'd be behind the scenes sharing data and we'd be like thumbs upping each other and this is in 20 2006 2007 and i've been friends with that guy for over 10 years and i mean he went through some hard times we had alcoholism and you know I, i was like dude i don't give a shit what happened i'm like i got your back And he had my back when I needed it. Like he's a real dude. So just because, again, it goes back to tribalism. Like we don't see eye to eye on Mm -hmm. a lot of things, but that's a guy I take a bullet for. And there's a lot of people who don't share my opinions on things that I'm like, these are great guys. Yeah. And also you look at the group, the ISSN, like Joey Antonio, Doug Kalman, all friends of branch chains. Alan's not yet. We're in a group together, a chat group. And we talk about everything. Yeah. Like, and we're, and we, we disagree and we agree, but we'll all go to a science conference together and, and we're best friends because that's what adults do. Aren't we so privileged that, that we can literally be in a, like say the fitness industry, we can all be on either one side that says BCAs are awesome or the other side that says they suck. Like, aren't we so privileged that that's what we're arguing about? (laughs) I, I quit arguing about that. I just state what I like and um, I'll answer questions about them, but I don't usually debate supplements because it's like, you could, you could cherry pick data all you want. Yep. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to provide my point. If someone wants to do a YouTube video, I'm how I'm a scammer or a liar. That's fine. I go to bed fine. Like I sleep amazing at night mm-hmm. with a clear conscious that I'm doing everything right by my, by my um, customers and by my family and by my community. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't stay up. Like there are some things in my past that I think I I regret, you know, that, that definitely I I regret there, but what I'm doing now for the last, like probably two plus years as a human being, man, I sleep like a baby. There's nothing, there's nothing business wise. I regret no ethical business issues, um, more personal choices. 
you know, business wise, I've always been on the up and up Yeah. again. Like, like I said, like I've had, I've had my challenges. Business has always come like inventing things, creating things, solving problems. That's one of my strengths, but that's not saying in a cocky, I'd, I'd much rather have uh, more savvy in my personal life mm-hmm. than I do in my business life. Because at the end of the day, we can always find a way to make money, you know? Yep. Um, but we can't find a way to not be assholes if, if it's not a core competency. And that takes development and self-reflection. And, you know, so that's, but yeah, I mean, we hey can man, disagree. Ju- Judas, Judas found a way to make money. And, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it's, it's true. But I mean, the key is like, you know, find your moral compass and, and try and try your best to stay on path. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I absolutely love that. And, you know, I, I don't think there's any other way that, that you could rightfully say it, like, just be a good human. You know, I, I, I said that yeah. like last week, like I'm, I, I literally deal with people who get mad when their neighbor cuts their lawn too short and they'll call the cops. <laughs> Like that's, that's the shit that we deal with. And it's like, like, can't, can't people just be people anymore? Like it's, it's really, our neighbors, our neighbors are pretty cool. Actually. I like my neighbors, but I mean, Brentwood's a, it's a different, it's a different place, man. Yeah. It like, depends on just, where you live. It really does. I've, I've never, I've, I've never met a people like there's some, like the only issue you have, you have some snobs here, but other than that, like my neighbor over there is a, they're both doctors. Like they're mm-hmm. just good people. You know, it's like, our neighbors over there moved from Ohio, just good, hardworking people. You know, it's like these, these guys, a lot of these people didn't come from money. They came up, you know, a lot of these, the people, you could tell who has, yeah. you could tell the snobs and, and it's, it's kind of a little bit segregated like that, you know, um, where you have your like people who came from whatever. And then you have your others who are just like, ah, right. You know, <laughs> any, anytime you have a community in the seven figures, it gets like that. And I say that, like, I'm not ashamed to say it. Yeah. I live in a pretty cool fucking house. Yeah. I've earned every brick on this house. You know, I'm not, not afraid to say it. Well, I love and, that, uh, that you did that. Like on Instagram, you would, you would give us updates on, Hey, you know, they got the driveway in and I loved watching dope. that, man. It was Bro, awesome. How do you think, how do you think I felt like watching that? Like that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And you know, it's a cool people. Like, um, you know, we have, uh, there's people who've even, you know, done good things, obviously, in addition to other things on, on social media, Nicole down the road, DG girl, she has like 400,000 followers on Instagram, you know, they do like kid stuff and like they, they have these little daughters and they do like family stuff and mm-hmm. like, here's, here's a pretty room and here's a couch and whatever people who don't do fitness stuff do. Yeah. But yeah, they, but they're, they're good. My wife works for one. She, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. She works, she works for a, a online blogger called living in yellow and it's okay. some local one here. And like, you know, she's got seven employees. Like, I mean, it's just, it's crazy what, what you can do on the internet. It's crazy, man. I mean, yeah, it is what it is, man. But I'm, I'm just happy to be here. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate. And, uh, I went from Inglewood to Brentwood, you know, and that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. I don't like, I'll Claim to in, fame, well, bro. Yeah. As soon as we're out of this high school, you know, 10 years from now, we're buying land and, um, I'm gonna build a nice little, my own little parcel and just kind of do my thing, man. If you ever watch Tim cast, he kind of did that in West Virginia. Um, Tim cast my, he's where I get all my news. Yeah. Um, great YouTube channel. Great guy. And, um, he's the only news I watch. He's great. And, uh, he actually bought land in West Virginia. He's putting like place to skateboard and he has some chickens and he's yeah. doing his thing, man. Yeah. This is a guy. So, I mean, that's, and I'm a city boy, man, for me to say that I'm loving nature and stuff, that's weird. Cause yeah, yeah, I grew up in the city. But yeah, I've kind of evolved into that. Once the kids are out of this high, we're in a beautiful high school. Once we're out of this school district, I don't care about school districts, man. We're, we're up and out, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I have a plan. I love to see it. You know, I, like I said before, let your, 
you're like living the American dream and, it, and it's, I like to see it unfold. Honestly, I do. And it, because I like to celebrate other people's successes. I, I think that's so Damn. important because, you know, we're, we live in such a society of, well, he doesn't deserve that. Or, you know, I, I wish I could do that. And it's like, well, go out and get it. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, my, my, my business partner, Mike posted a picture in front of his house with a Rolls Royce and a Bentley the other day. Yeah. I saw that. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, not really my style, but yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. Do fuck you, yeah. man? That's awesome. You know, like fuck yeah. That and that guy, dude, that guy has co- overcome so much. You know, it's like that's why I'm like, you know, and, and Mike's the kind of guy who legit, when you succeed, he's the first one to congratulate you. Yeah. And not just me, but even the Baileys and everybody that we're friends with. You know, he's he's always the first one to to just show love. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's our group. Like, we're in a group that wants to see everybody eat. You know, we want to see everyone succeed. Yeah. And that's, that's the kind of people I surround myself with. No jealousy, no, no, no bullshit. Just people who want to succeed. Yeah. And if, you know, I've, I've said it before and I, I have no idea who to attribute it to, but if the table you're eating at isn't serving love anymore, you get your ass up from that table and go find another one to sit at. Go move, move, just move. You know, we did, we moved from Illinois, came to yeah. Tennessee, fits our life better. You know, you always can move and it might be hard. You might have to save money. You might have to lose money. You might have to start over. Yeah. But if where you're at, if you're living in New York city and you're tired of what's going on there, and if you're tired of what's going on in Illinois or California, or for some reason I'm mentioning liberal States, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> you know what? There's, there's, we have, we have a Republic, man. You can move anywhere you want. I guarantee yeah. you one of the 50 States is going to suit you just fine. I found but mine. Just don't vote for the same policies in the new state. Oh God. Just don't vote Democrat. I think let's just say it out loud. <laughs> I mean, let's just say what we're all thinking out loud. Just don't vote Democrat. You can move to Tennessee. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we'll, we'll welcome you. you vote yeah. Democrat. Might have to say some things, but yeah. Uh, don't yeah. don't do what you did. Don't don't vote for who you voted for before. Yeah. <laughs> just please don't. Well, I you know I'm trying to to build my success on here. When I remember it's because you followed me now for about two years. And I yeah. remember the, the day that you did, I was like, holy shit. Cause it was, I had won uh, two boxes of the outright bar. Yeah. It was a, a Oh, what was it? A, a quote competition or whatever. on one of your pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you started following me. And I, I showed my wife and I was like, I was like, holy shit. Mark Lobliner just followed me. She's like, who's that? You know, cause she has no idea, but I have no idea. Who I am either. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I, I'm trying to, build something i guess you know just sort of like a side hustle or whatever and and i had asked a couple of folks um oh last week like hey should i get involved you know i put it on my on my instagram hey should i get involved in uh you know a supplement company like you know would you have any interest in that and a lot of people were like no don't be one of those supplement guys and blah 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 and i'm like look i already work with like cbd ops and everything to get my cbd oil it's like that's not gonna be my main focus but like why wouldn't I want to try and get something that might make me a little bit of money? Like <laughs> some people, <laughs> some people don't understand that you gotta, you gotta kind of monetize life. You yeah. Know? Like we could all do what we love to do, but at the end of the day, sometimes you got to monetize. Yeah. And that's, I, you know, I, I looked around at different companies and, you know, I sent you that message last week, you know, I, or a couple of days ago, I, you know, I, people are hearing it here first. I signed up with tiger fitness to, to be an affiliate member with them. So now, hopefully I get accepted. No, nah, we'll push it through today. <laughs> I just, that, Trey, Trey checks it once a week. So I'll make sure you get, and we're yeah. not really, we don't really let anybody, it used to be like, Hey, but you know, we found with affiliates, it's almost like better to have like some of these guys are like, everybody's an affiliate with this company. I'm like, 
well, we got to make sure we're with the, like, we actually look, they actually look at their social media stuff to make sure that like, we had some like blatant racists come on there. Like you look at their social, like over the top, I'm like, yeah. uh, maybe we should screen this better. Yeah. And so, so that's, that's why we have the approval process. Yeah. Well, some awesome, it's though. like sign up and you're in, it's like, I don't know, man. Like yeah. you're looking at a brand, but yeah. man, I appreciate you having me on brother. Dude, it, yeah, really this, this has been so much fun and, and I can't thank you enough. We'll have to do it again. Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, yeah, um, anything you need, man, just let me know. I appreciate what you're doing. And obviously you're in a, uh, a career that you chose, but you're doing a selfless career and we appreciate that too. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. We do it for you. So Mark, where can everybody find you and all your products at? Um, at Mark Lobliner, um, M-A-R-C-L-O-B-L-I-N-E-R. Uh, YouTube is Tiger Fitness, um, just like Gur Tiger Fitness. And then uh, tigerfitness.com. You can find all my brands, Outright, MTS, Ambrosia, 015, basically a bunch of stuff. But man, we really appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me. And yeah. if you ever need anything, always feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Will do. Uh, one more thing. Can you do me a favor and do the boom Tiger Fitness, please? <laughs> all right. Uh, you got to do the chat. <laughs> that, that's that's awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks so much, brother. You have a good rest of your day. Yep. Well, you too. We'll see you. Take care, man. All right, everybody. Big thanks to Mark Lobliner for coming on the show. I truly appreciate it. And it was an honor to have him on. Um, if you would, uh, please head over to the link in my bio. Check out tigerfitness.com. Follow the link that is in my Instagram bio at Mr. Caffeine and Sarcasm. I changed that last night. So uh, it used to be Officer Campbell 182. Still the same content, but I just wanted to change the name. I know a lot of people have asked me some questions about it. I'm just trying to get away from the whole, look, I'm an Instagram cop thing. So that's the whole idea for the change. Uh, head over there, check it out, order some Bang Energy, order some MTS Nutrition, whatever you want to from that website. They have a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah, that's the show. Um, I appreciate you coming in. Give us a review, subscribe to the show, and as always, be good to yourselves and each other. The views and opinions expressed on Caffeine and Sarcasm are that of the host and guests alone and are not to be associated with any law enforcement agency or any other entity. Caffeine and Sarcasm could be considered explicit, so listener discretion is advised.